Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sherlock's VIP club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sherlock's partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. For more information, visit sherlocksvip.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Heather Steele, Lou Half, and Hattie Cotmore. Hi, everyone. Hello. How's everyone's weekends? Mine was so fun. I had a wedding, so I watched zero TV, but had the best time. <laughs> it was slightly difficult outfit-wise because it was in London and it was very grey and cold. And I was pre-warned to bring a knit. And I was like, oh God, a knit to a wedding. <laughs> but I actually ended up wearing one and it was great. So, yeah. It's always really hard when you know the weather's not going to be nice, but it is technically spring. I know. You can't wear like a winter party mm-hmm. dress or black or no. velvet or something like that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's cold. And I just chose to just not listen to the weather. I was like, it will be fine, and I will wear something summery. And then, literally on the morning, I was like, okay, yeah, slightly need to backtrack now. I was like, can I wear cycling shorts under a dress? <laughs> you could have done. That's another option. <laughs> How's everyone else's weekends? Heather, I did some cleaning last week on the podcast. I said I was going to the weekend before and didn't, and I've actually done it. So well done. Really good. What kind of cleaning? Just everything, like the shower plugs. You know, all the horrible oh, wow. bits. Ooh, you really can't yeah. be bothered to get involved with most of the time. I've hmm. done it. Good for I you. Feel great. Okay. Well, we are going to talk about decluttering later, we so are, like we will come to you on that. Hattie, what have you been watching? I've been watching Jane the Virgin. Oh, have any it? of you seen it? I think I've seen it on so Netflix. So funny. So the new season's just started, but it's on weekly. On Netflix weekly? Yeah, on oh, Netflix. But yesterday I was a bit hungover, so I went back to season one. You know when you just need yeah. something yeah. like, you know what happens. But it's one of those shows that makes me laugh and cry. Like, the storyline is so ridiculous. It's about this... 23 year old who is raised religiously so she's saving herself for marriage goes to the doctor and is accidentally artificially inseminated with someone's sperm and gets pregnant that's outrageous (laughs) the weirdest plot line Mm. it's so hard to explain because the show I think it's season 5 now and that's kind of not the main plot anymore so much happens I was going to say how do they stick to that is it about her losing her virginity then or no sort of but also her boyfriend whose child it isn't is a detective and then there's sort of like this drug lord that he's after and then it's also about her family and her meeting her dad who she didn't grow up with and it's based on telenovelas so it's very like dramatic over the top and does it make fun of that genre or is it part of it kind of yeah so she's obsessed with them which is sort of how where it comes from so it's sort of making fun of it in that it's obviously not very realistic Mm -hmm. or you would hope it's not very realistic 
but kind of works at the same time. Okay. It's very, very difficult to explain, but everyone should watch it. Worth watch. Okay. It's hilarious. Well, speaking of comedy series, I've gone back and started Veep again, which I started when it first, you know, Sky have box sets. Yeah. So when it was first a box set on Sky, I started it and then they do this really mean thing where they like take it off for a year. Yeah. And so you have to just like sit around and wait. So I went back to the beginning of it and like I'm a massive Seinfeld fan. So I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus and I also love Armando Iannucci who writes in The Thick of It. Yeah. It's basically, if you've watched The Thick of It, which is the British version, it's exactly the same. Like the format's the same, the jokes are very similar, but it's really nice to see that done in an American way because the format is so British. Then seeing that applied to American comedy, it's a bit like Herbie Enthusiasm. It's got that kind of real dryness to it and it's just so brilliant. There's a lot of familiar faces. If you watch Arrested Development, it's got the guy who plays Buster in it. Yeah, some real kind of comedy greats in the mix where I'm up to right now, Peyton Oswald's guest starring and it's just brilliant. So dry, so witty. She's amazing in it and it's just so bingeable. Like once you're into a comedy, you can just whack them out, can't yeah. you? It's so nice. I've watched so many. I've never seen Veep, but no, you just know. described all the shows I love, yes. so I'm definitely going I think to get would, on board. You would definitely really enjoy it and anyone who's into political satire as well, it's it will be right up your street because it pokes fun at the institution. Heather, this might be a story for you. We wrote a piece on the best European music festivals taking place this summer. You probably wrote this, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best European music festivals taking place this summer. So obviously we've got a pretty good roster here in the UK, but if you did fancy something further afield or perhaps a bit sunnier, then these could be for you. So Heather, hit us. Where should we all be going for some good music this summer? There are loads of different ones. It depends what you're into, really. There are some outside Berlin that are kind of like Melt Festival. It's kind of electronic music and dance music. Basically, you could go to any of the big ones in any country this year, and they all seem to have Robin and The Cure playing the headline <laughs> slots. So if you're into those guys, you'll see them at any festival across Europe. Interesting. But, now, what I like about going abroad festivals is, A, yeah, there's no mud because it's not raining. Mm-hmm. And B, they kind of do things differently. Here in the UK, the bands start at 12 and kind of go on till about 10 o'clock, whereas abroad, you kind of have the day to yourself, so you can go... If you go to, say, Primavera Sound in Barcelona, you can go swimming or go to the sea, enjoy a city break, and then it doesn't start till about 7 o'clock at night. So okay. you then have your evenings with all the music that goes on much later. So it's just a nicer way of doing it, I think. You get a holiday out of it as well. You mm-hmm. do get a holiday out of it. I just think sometimes with UK festivals, it can feel like a bit of a slog when it's three days mm-hmm. from, yeah, like 12 until whenever you want to go to bed. Yeah. For three days solid, there isn't really anything to do apart from go and watch bands there's no escape from the festival site so I think it's quite nice to do it differently interesting Hattie you're a festival goer I haven't been to one abroad before I like the ones in the UK I've done Leeds Fest a couple of times SW4 I live in Clapham so that's just the best you You can't can't roll back into bed (laughs) but are these ones that you don't have to sleep overnight for Leeds you do SW4 you don't and that's kind of why I like it because it's literally around the corner from my house so it's nice that you're not staying in a tent Mm -hmm. which camping isn't really my thing I feel like Leeds is a rite of passage if you're young and live up north yeah so uh, definitely that's why we've both been there and (laughs) camping I'm sure there's no other option really Although I think I am going to try the camping side of it again this year. I'm looking at going to Boardmasters in Newquay, which is really cool. What's different about it? Well, I don't know if I'll do all the day activities, but you can like go surfing, there's yoga, like that kind of thing, and then the music as well. Okay. And I love Cornwall as well, so by the sea I think it would be If you get Boardmasters on a sunny weekend, it can feel like you're abroad. There's a bit of a trend for that, isn't there? Festivals now that are less only about the music, 
music mm. and have my, what is the other one? Wilderness, Wilderness is yeah. about Wilderness. food. Is it? A, yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah they so it's about Michelin starred chefs there kind of doing these feasting yeah, tables. Amazing. So. That's the only one I've been to and I absolutely yeah. loved it's it. It's one I of the best. The music is definitely a huge part of it, but it's kind of secondary to yeah. all the other things that you can do as well. And it's also very family friendly. Really? So yeah. it's kind of really spread out, but not sort of in a way that Glastonbury is, which is so vast. <laughs> so I didn't really think I was much of a festival girl and I probably can't say I am from going to <laughs> but I really enjoyed it it was great fun would you be tempted to do another kind of festival in the UK I would in a similar vein to that I think the whole four days camping sort of 12 till 12 I would just be so exhausted mm. and I said that's just not really my vibe and I think I'd start to sort of resent it a bit but I can totally appreciate like some of our friends are obsessed and so mm. many people absolutely love it and I imagine the atmosphere and the energy is amazing when so many people are watching it's like when you go and see live music Mm. it's just the best feeling but then sad also when you're probably at the back and you just see everyone watching it through their phones (laughs) oh I know it really upsets me (laughs) Hattie you tempted to go abroad at all I would like to actually I'm kicking myself a bit after reading this roundup because I actually did my year abroad in Bilbao and everyone says BBK Live is really really good so I should have taken advantage of living there at the time but mm. I love the idea of just having some guaranteed sun mm. yeah festival because yeah. the rain can ruin it a bit it oh, really definitely. can definitely Heather any festivals on the agenda for this summer plotting potentially haven't booked the days off yet but to go to flow festival because I really want to go to Helsinki anyway cool. and they've got yeah sounds from what I've heard from other people one of the best festivals called flow in what way again i think it's just that nice mix because you can go to do whatever in helsinki go swimming go exploring and it's always got an amazing lineup as well so robin and the cure of course <laughs> both of those are playing and then tame impala and then they have quite a lot of rap and hip-hop as well so it's a nice varied festival they've also got an opera stage for the first time this year so oh, it's just cool. really, there's something for everybody yeah. you could go with a big group of friends yeah. and someone's always going to find something they like fun and is that a camping one no so it's in the city so yeah, you can stay in an Airbnb. Oh, so explore the city by day and then yeah, go and see the cure at night. Sounds perfect. And are you a Glastonbury person? Have you been? I've never been. I'm not bothered. It's too big from what I've heard. I don't really want to walk two hours to get back to my tent. Mm. I'd find it too overwhelming. I already like kind of when I go to festivals, I kind of beat myself up because I'm like, there's three bands on at the same time that I really want to go and see. And you're trying to kind of weave between the mm. stages. I think at Glastonbury. Too much. Yeah. And I think I don't know what I'm missing so I'm yeah, sure it's yeah. absolutely amazing but because I haven't been I'm kind of like I don't know what I'm missing so I'm happy to miss out fair Lou would you be tempted no not at all I think if I could go for the day great or if I yeah, could just go in, in a helicopter exactly <laughs> just do it the VIP way yeah sleep elsewhere but I'm actually quite happy watching it from the comfort of my own home as sad as that sounds Hattie I would love to do it. I think it's a bucket list thing. Mm. Yeah, so it's I agree. Is. I think it's a British rite of passage. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think you can imagine what it's like, and that's why I yes. want to do it. I mean, I know you're never going to get to the front of any stage, I think. Mm. That's the one thing that puts me off. Yeah. But just for the experience as a whole, not just the music, I would really like to do it. Yeah. I feel the same, and I would actually quite happily camp. It's more just the faff on arrival and departure. Yeah. I cannot... Yeah. The so idea stressful. of trying to get out of there with all those people who arrive, and set up and just yeah. finding your tent and just know I would love yeah. the kind of festival side of it but not yeah. the logistical side I'm just, just picturing you with a wheel so yeah. <laughs> like, again it, apparently it takes about two hours to get to the camp and also finding your tent like I generally don't understand how that works yeah just need to save up and go so boutique basically 
So, or DIP, anyone yeah. listening anyone? who can hook us up, <laughs> you're very happy. <laughs> Heather, can you still book these? You can. The first one is at the end of this month, but the rest are going on up until September and they've Amazing. all got tickets. And the other thing about European festival tickets, they're so much cheaper. You can get a really amazing three or four day one for about 80 euros, whereas here, oh, yeah. those like 300 yeah. quid, or even the smaller ones, Reading and Leeds are over 200 yeah. now. So, yeah. That's another thing I think I'd rather put cash that money on a holiday. A hot holiday. There yeah. we go. Here, yeah. Well, if you are interested in going, then do check out Heather's piece on the site. Okay, well, if you haven't got your summer holiday lined up, then perhaps it's time to think about centre parks. Never thought I'd say that. Our contributor, Helen Whitaker, wrote a piece about why centre parks was the ultimate destination for her and her family. Anyone here been to centre parks? I have. It was a regular for my family back in the day. Is it really? My um, brother's birthday is Halloween, which also falls in that October half term. Cool. So that would be his place of choice to celebrate his birthday. And we'd go down the four of us, we'd pack up our bikes onto the back of the car, and it was so much fun, and I absolutely loved it. We were Bristol-based, so we used to go to Longleat, and you have sort of this beautiful forest. There's the swimming pool complex, there's tennis courts. So it's kind of just a nice, like, active family holiday day but also really fun for kids as well and is it all activity all the time if you're not a sporty person yeah is there stuff you can do totally i think that's almost what was great about it when we were younger is that you can kind of get as involved as you want to so you know i would be at the roller disco my brother <laughs> would be having tennis lessons and my mum and dad were just chilling you know okay. also you have your cabin so you can just rest up there watch telly watch films whatever go for just a walk i mean the swimming pool is a real highlight mm-hmm. The River Rapids at the age of seven is like, Dream. wow. Yeah. Probably if I went on it now, I'd be like, this is so small and <laughs> not scary at right all. Now. I'm really not into roller coasters, but water parks I'm obsessed with. I think the same. It was just always so much fun. And I think, you know, when you're outside doing exercise, you just feel really like fresh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I loved it. There's something quite nice about the fact that sort of everyone's just riding their bikes everywhere. Yeah. It mm-hmm. feels like you're in some kind of other parallel universe. Mm-hmm. You feel really cut off from the outside world. It is like being in this bubble. Heather? No, although I am going in a couple of months because it's my cousin's 30th and basically I'm the only one of my cousins and sisters who hasn't had kids yet. So it's a very good sort of family-friendly place. So we're getting two different cabins and then the boys who are aged sort of six months till three now Mm -hmm. can kind of all be in a home environment during the night and kind of keep to their routines that way while the rest of us kind of have fun downstairs. But in the day, we can go cycling, go swimming, yeah. just run around. And... I think it is quite a fun hen and stag destination yeah. as yeah. well. I think sort of being in that combined complex. Mm. But then, you know, you're in your cabin, so you can kind of do your own thing. You can bring yeah. drink, you can bring food. So you're very self-sufficient. But then there's also restaurants, cafes and things like that. They've so... all got spas now as well, which make it another good okay. hen mm. destination. And what exactly is the level of luxury? That's what I can't quite work out. Where does it sit between Butlins and Limewood? It's quite expensive. And I think there's a range of options. So I think you can get quite sort of basic ones but then you can get these kind of luxury sort of two okay. bed or mm. one bed ones where you've got a hot tub and yeah. I think Soho Farm has been as like into a upmarket centre parks okay. mm. with this whole like bikes and spa mm. and pool and sure. that type of thing cabins I'm not sure I would go now just because I've got such a lovely memory of it mm. in my childhood I don't really want to ruin that mm. but such a good option for families now so yeah interesting okay. I'll well, let you know how it goes I was say, Heather make sure that when you've had your weekend there you come back on the podcast and tell us all about it 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's talk now about decluttering your home. Heather, it's going to be your time to shine again. <laughs> we spoke to a declutter expert and professional organiser, Kate Ibbotson at atidymind.co.uk to find out how we can give our home a healthy sort out once and for all. And this piece is amazing because she really has broken down. It's not just your normal, you know, bedrooms and bathrooms. She's got like loft garage cellar rooms that I'm sure we all dream of having one day. <laughs> organization was one a of playroom. <laughs> so yes, this is, it is for homes of all shapes and sizes. So let's start with the basics everyone good at clearing out or not really I love a good clear out I find it so therapeutic I kind of do it maybe every two months I'd say and just literally go through like all of my drawers my cupboards go through my clothes everything and I do get quite sentimental about some things so I can tend to keep like a letter or a ticket yeah. or mm-hmm. a bit of paper that had one small interesting thing on it and then it's a good thing being like okay, I haven't looked at this in a really long time mm-hmm. clear out clear out and there's something so satisfying about seeing big bin bags of clothes rubbish paper whatever and being like this is all coming out of my home yeah Hattie I'm quite a hoarder in the way that you were saying of I get quite attached to things even if they aren't actually that sentimental but I also do love that purge where you just bin everything so I kind of am a bit of both like I'll hoard for a few months Mm. and then I just cull everything and I'm definitely nearing that point because my wardrobe is starting to sort of spill onto the (laughs) floor so I definitely need to can I tell you my problem I don't hoard for sentimental reasons reasons but I have this fear of like not having things you need so my mm. drawers that are overflowing are yeah. my drawers with like adapters and medicines mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff yeah and hair clips you know just practical things and I'm scared to get rid of all of that stuff yeah because I feel like I need it that what if feeling mm. yeah that what yeah. if feeling yeah. yeah but I suppose they only take up like two drawers they're not they're, yeah it's yeah not like my whole but house, those things but. do add up like we just got new bedside tables and previously we had three big drawers and the new ones have only got one small one so I'm like okay well I've got two and drawers of content to now replace <laughs> and they are all those things it's kind of old phones and yes. adapters mm. and chargers and, and like you don't even know what they charge but no, one exactly. day you might need them and a yeah. de-bobbler and an old yes, camera but I still don't know what the answer is yeah. short of just organising those drawers yeah. maybe they're hard to shut but short of organising them I feel like if you want to feel prepared yeah. maybe I'm just a bit doomsday about maybe things. just think okay when was the last time I used this if it's not been True. in three months yeah. get rid of it True. good advice this piece does say though as long as you have got all those things in one place that's fine I think the problem with the clutter thing is when it's just strewn all about mm. the place so at least you've got that's the first part yeah. yeah well I didn't talk about all the other clutter in the <laughs> <laughs> that's just one <laughs> I'm actually quite good apart clothes obviously notwithstanding but the thing that I found really interesting in this piece is the bathroom because yes. I have been meaning to have a really good bathroom drawer 
clean out for a really long time obviously we're really lucky we get a lot of products here but I find that means I use about four things and I have yeah, so yeah. much more stuff than necessary do you guys have regular clear outs in the bathroom I'm getting quite good or have become quite good I suppose at only opening things that I need to use and putting the rest somewhere mm-hmm. else so it's not like I've got like five serums on the go at any one time and five face creams mm. I've just got one of everything I need so I suppose as soon as I've finished one I'll open a new okay. one and that seems to be working rather than having tons of stuff and everywhere then, but how do you know what you have do you keep like an inventory <laughs> I've done that with my sheets and my towels I have a, li- a note on my phone of how many I have really yeah wow. because it gets, it gets really in confusing. case of what because <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I want to know too <laughs> I think just so we know just because we don't have like an even number it's not like there's two for me and two for Ben or something there's like eight towels and there's like three but you know we've got a lot of our engagement party and that kind of stuff so it just helps me know what we, what have, we have and what we keep on top of I don't know quite it just makes me feel organised make you feel organised right I do so, love a list right yeah. so I found it really helpful so no I'm guessing based on the laughter I know you don't keep an inventory of your bathroom cabinets no no I don't no <laughs> okay another really good thing is to check you know how it says the months that you can keep a beauty product mm. for on the back so yep. you can then tell like if it's six months 12 months whatever if you mm. haven't used that time bin it Hattie are you any good at clearing out those old products yes I actually do the same as Heather so I have a lot of things that I just have unopened and my system is they're in my bathroom cabinet mm-hmm. and then everything that's opened I have a basket in my bedroom and I just have like all my makeup and the things that I'm using all the time in that okay. so I know what I'm using and what I'm not and then with that kind of thing I feel like you have to throw it away yeah you know when it's done yes and I can't keep it if it's like a bit it's gross. a good system but do, when you get new things don't you want to just try them yeah I That's do sometimes you're quite good at resisting yeah, yeah. depends and what it is I have like my standard go-tos and yeah. then like the things I dabble with I'm not ready to sort of put my normal skincare regime yeah. down and start something else yeah. so I just sort of do a little bit of it and those are bits yeah. where it didn't really work for or me. like a face mask which yes. you don't need every day yeah. but you still like to play with every now and again yeah. I do have a lot of face mm. masks on the go actually yeah interesting yes. what about organisation systems so you say you put things away mm-hmm. this piece obviously goes into kitchens bedrooms you guys are a fan of labeling or different sections for things like how do you keep your house in order Lou? in terms of clothes i just have to have a regular refold so on sunday i literally pulled out everything in my wardrobes refolded it because sometimes you kind of shove things in and then when it sort of looks orderly it makes me feel orderly so even though i'm not maybe throwing anything away or and i mean my wardrobe is quite color-coded you wear so many colorful clothes <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the, like two or three colors that i wear but i find that really satisfying to look at yeah. so right what about your kitchens do you have regular clear outs do you check your sauces for subway dates the fridge how do you keep on top of that I'm quite bad at that although I do love a fridge clean like, you know when you take out all the shelves yeah, that is satisfying. Mm, wash them all I do love doing that but my cupboard is quite messy when we first moved into the house I had such a good system like shelves for different things mm. you know like a spice shelf yeah. I had a corner that was just for tea but it's just sort of I don't know what oh, happened what? to the system yeah mm. but it's just not working how does it work because you share with quite a lot of people don't you yeah. so how does it work with your fridge does everyone have a shelf? Or yeah, so thing? we have three shelves. Right. Because we have oh, two yeah, fridges between nine of us. So me oh and George God. have three. You live with nine people? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like that's the topic. How many bathrooms do you have? Four? Oh, you okay, have an ensuite, yeah. right? Yeah, we've got an ensuite. Fine. And also it means all that kind of 
keeping the kitchen clean is shared between nine yeah. people. Yeah. Did so, you actually do it? Yeah. Okay. It's actually it's different scary. Than no, exactly. Yeah. Which was my worry. I thought people were still going to act like students, but mm. actually, because it's quite a new kitchen, I think everyone actually wants to keep it clean because it looks nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're quite lucky in that respect. And do you get on with everyone? And it's yeah. Tangent, which yeah. Is fascinating. I, yeah. Really, yeah. really well. Good. We're all actually really good friends now. That's so nice. Which is so great. To say we're all strangers when we first moved yeah, into the house, amazing. it's amazing. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Heather, organisation in the kitchen. I'm quite, well, good or bad, I don't know. I tend to just kind of buy stuff when I need it. So I don't do like a big online food shop ever. I don't go, I don't have a car, so I don't kind of buy loads of stuff. So I tend to just be using it as I go. Mm. So apart from things like kind of soy sauce and those kind of things that lurk in the back of the fridge, I'll kind of keep an eye on those. But to be honest, I tend to use the same ingredients quite a lot. Mm. So chances are they don't tend to go out of date. The only thing I was going to say, I'm very good at getting rid of clothes. I took a load of stuff to the Dogs Trust a few months ago and got a nice letter the other week saying I've made them £67. So that was nice. All those dogs. Uh, But books are the things that me and Tobes are terrible. We can't part with. I think that's okay when they're like nice literature books. Mm -hmm. I have loads of crappy books. Like when you get engaged, people buy you a lot of books about like being a bride. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just you guys wait, honestly. (laughs) It's that initial like ship got to buy her something get her a shitty book yeah. you know people want to buy you something that's kind of bridally mm, yes so I've got like wedding planning things lying around like all this crap that just yeah. needs to get out of my house and yeah the kind of things that were kind of cute almost coffee table books yeah. when you were a teenager but now yeah. just, I've really they've got to have go have a good cleanse yeah. you feel so much better after yeah. that yeah I need to the thing I hoard the most is candle holders oh really I just cannot get rid of them and <laughs> especially if they're like diptyque do lovely candle holders oh they're expensive you know, they work in a jar exactly and I don't want to part with yeah. it so you know I've definitely filled them with makeup and cotton wool buds and things but I didn't really do the rest of them like literally can't bring myself to them away. <laughs> oh no you have to I do the same so I've got pens in some and I keep my toothbrush in another yeah. one but you're no, going to buy a new candle yeah. at some point yeah I really need to but yeah that's the one thing I, my boyfriend is like seriously you do not need nine empty jars <laughs> well if you are looking for more tips on how to keep your house nice and decluttered then do have a look at the piece on the site Let's talk about staying sane when working from home. We all know that it's nice to get a bit of peace and quiet away from the office to just crack on with some work, but it does mean a bit of a loss of routine. So we spoke to a number of people who regularly work from home to find out how they stay sane without being in the office. Heather, I'll come to you first. You work from home one day a week. What do you do to stay sane? Or actually, is one day a week just kind of ideal? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be away any more than one because I do actually really like working in an office. But yeah, I have to stick to a routine. So I still get up at the same time I would do normally and just kind of have an earlier coffee. And to be honest... I put BBC breakfast on as I do normally but get to watch it until five past nine (laughs) and I just start work earlier I get way more done because I kind of start earlier and still finish at the same time Mm. so I find like it's a good day to get loads done but I try and go for a walk at lunchtime but it often Mm. just doesn't happen exercise is one of the points on this piece I think that's so important sometimes I drive to the office and I actually don't like doing it because you don't move the whole day and it's so unproductive if I do go for a walk it'll be at like 7pm or something rather than during the day and it is better for your brain activity, so, isn't it, to get it done? Precisely. So, yeah, I'm not very good, really. Maybe I think if I work from home every day, I'd definitely have a different mm-hmm. routine. But I think I just try and use it as a catch-up day. But I don't snack really badly, which is another thing in the piece. They say that step away from the cupboard. Mm. Purely because we don't have any in the house. Do you do your five two days when you're working from home? No. Because that would be that, harder, right? Yeah, that would yeah. be really hard. So, yeah, Wednesdays is a day off. But one thing I do is make a really nice lunch on a Wednesday because I can. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the one thing. Instead of 
going for a walk, I'll spend kind of half an hour making lunch and eating it and then go back. It also work. gives you ample time to make a nice dinner as yeah. well. Like most days when I'm in the office, I don't get home till eight-ish. And then the last yeah, thing you want to do is actually make a dinner. So when you're at home and you, if you can put your pen down at like seven, yeah. but actually be in the house. Yeah, both of those yeah. things definitely. So, so yeah, nice. not a 5 tea day on a Wednesday. No, <laughs> Lou, when you work from home, what do you do to stay? Sleeping? I think having a really good routine, as you said, is sort of wake up at the same time, get dressed, brush your teeth, kind of do all yeah. those things so you're sort of ready for the day and sit at a desk if you can. So it feels like you're sort of ready to go mm-hmm. my boyfriend used to freelance and he would rather than work from home always go to a communal workspace or go to a cafe because he felt like he just had to get out of the house mm-hmm. because then also when he then finished work you're then back at home mm-hmm. and then you're like okay right now I finished for the day whereas I think sometimes you can just carry on into the evening mm-hmm. and not really separate that sort of work and home life so I think that's really important but if I do I'm just constantly in the fridge I'm constantly hungry and I think when you're at work you don't have the luxury of having everything so true yeah. you so that's something that I would really struggle with yeah um, I'm like I'll have a three o'clock bowl of pasta <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's been so five true. minutes since I ate something I better yeah. I think so. so true Hattie obviously you have a role here that means you're quite essential in the office aren't you but yeah. did you ever work from home in your last job sometimes yeah and I did quite like it because it's kind of nice to just be by yourself and you can be really really productive mm-hmm. but I do quite like that now I sort of can't work from home mm-hmm. and it is that you get home and you're at home you yes. can't keep working yeah, yeah for you in particular mm. yes. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. everything is here yeah. and I don't have photoshop and things at home so I kind of can't your role yeah. is limited yeah. to office time yeah. yeah that is quite nice and that's quite good that and is so the downside of being a writer isn't yeah. it <laughs> you can do it everywhere whereas yeah. I leave and I'm done yes time. I just really like that I think as well I'd miss the routine of coming into the office every mm. day and mm. I walk to work so going back to exercise I think I would really miss that. Mm. Just like getting out of the house straight away in the morning. I really love that. I think you have to do what works for you as well, don't you? Like I know all the advice obviously is to sit at your desk so you feel like you're at work. But actually for me, I find that if I particularly have got slightly longer to write, I'm so much better at doing it when I'm comfortable. So often mm. here, I'll take like an intern laptop and sit on the sofas in the office just to feel a bit more in the zone. There's something about being at my desk that I find really creatively unproductive if it's writing that I have to do. Really associate it with emails, for example. I think so, yeah. And I think that's the thing. I don't check my email when I'm sitting comfortably and it very much puts me in quite a different zone and different headspace which I find really productive so actually if I'm working from home like feet up on the sofa mm-hmm. I'll just bash out hours without yeah. realising anything and that's such a nice feeling one thing on here that is uh, another reason for me but it's like get a pet so yeah. you have to go take it for regular walks so I was just reading it again like that's the only thing I want in life it's not for now but in the future yeah, it's a good, a good reason to get out of the house Let's finish by talking a bit of fashion. We wrote a piece on the seven wedding dress brands. You need to know on the high street because whilst we all know you can seriously blow the budget on a dress for your big day, you actually don't have to anymore because there are so many amazing affordable options on the high street, aren't there, Lou? There are loads. I actually, last weekend, was looking for a dress for a wedding. I was with my mum and we went into Ghost. They've got so many amazing options for brides but also guest dresses as well and both tried on so many lovely options. There was also a mother and her daughter and they were looking for bridesmaid dresses and I think where Ghost really was that bridesmaid dress destination, now there are so many lovely guest options and also just nice dresses Mm -hmm. as well so I think that is such a good shout they come in a 
variety of sort of different colours and prints and depending on what sort of thing you're after. As well as whites and creams and ivories if Ex- you want something. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a real good go-to option that maybe people don't always think of. Yeah, agreed. And actually, I thought I wanted a slip dress for my wedding dress, like a really simple style. I mean, it did not suit me. But if that is what you wanted, I was trying on expensive versions of that, but you just don't have to. The only reason no. to go expensive is for detail and added oomph. But if you want something really simple, then why not? Just yeah. do it on the high street. My personal favourite is French Connection. They've just I love looked those. so nice, isn't it? Yeah. They just, I think this is the second time they've done a bridal collection. They did one last year as well. And they are so pretty. They've got some really gorgeous shapes. They've got some kind of maxi dresses with plunging necklines. And they've got some midi styles as well. But just really feminine with a nice amount of embellishment. And they're all under £300. Which, like, when you consider the cost of wedding dresses, mm. is, is just unheard of. If I saw a friend wearing one of the French Connection or self-portrait dresses or any of these, to be honest, there's no way I'd have guessed it was no, high street no. at all. And we threw self-portrait into the mix. Obviously, it's not a high street brand. With these more affordable labels, you are paying more than you would for a normal dress at those brands. So therefore, self-portrait kind of meets it mm-hmm. at that point because Whistles, for example, you know, those are like 300, Ted Baker, 400. So whilst they're not super cheap, they are then kind of in that self-portrait yeah. bracket. And actually, Ted Baker, I forgot how gorgeous these Ted Baker pieces are as well. My friend's getting married in October and she's got a Ted Baker oh, dress. Really? Yeah, it's lovely. Do you know which one? Uh, yes, none of it, those. Okay. It, yeah, it's a pink one, actually. It's oh. completely not what I was expecting at all. But yeah, it's, it's really nice. Ted Baker um, actually has some really yeah. good... That white dress with the green yes. with the high neck. I think so, it's yeah. 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 really yeah. nice. Yeah. I love the Whistles ones as well. Uh, I, they've got a suit, which I love as well. And you can go that sort of very traditional <laughs> bridal lace, white skirt or also some a bit more modern options mm-hmm. as well so I remember speaking to one of my friends who got married I don't know five years ago and she was like if I was getting married now I just would not have spent what I had to spend on my dress because mm-hmm. there weren't these options so we're so lucky now that the high street are delivering on so many affordable but really great designs mm-hmm. yeah we also had let's not forget oh, ASOS in the mix yeah we had whistles we had ASOS and actually John Lewis has a collection by Monsoon which wasn't available on Monsoon's website itself so I don't know if it's an exclusive to John Lewis but again some really really lovely pieces slightly more classic but if you want something that's quite traditional but at a more affordable price point then it's great the only thing you can't get on the high street really is kind of a big princess gown you've got to kind of scale the look back a little yeah. bit haven't you but that's certainly not for everybody so that's quite all right Hattie would you be tempted to buy a wedding dress on the high street maybe I mean it's not something I've really thought about but now looking at those dresses at the end of the day it's what you feel good in isn't it and if you know that there's a brand that you love that looks good on you why wouldn't you yeah I think so true Heather absolutely I've always not that I'm in any position to get married yet but I've always kind of thought spending thousands on a dress is just I'd love to do it but I just think in the, in the scheme mm-hmm. of things I think I'd really feel rubbish about not using it again or mm-hmm. whatever I remember was it ASOS who were one of the first yeah, ones to start doing it time. and they were nice but they looked like they were high street whereas mm-hmm. now that's not the case and so true. I think the other thing is you'd maybe worry that oh is somebody else going to end up wearing the same dress but to be honest how many of your friends end up getting married in the same year anyway yeah. and they keep changing every season so and actually there are so many options yeah. like in this feature alone we've got like I don't know 30 dresses yeah. and actually the chances of somebody wearing somebody could also walk into Pronovius or Suzanne exactly. Neville and buy the same dress as you so Precisely. I don't think it makes a difference no absolutely now I think I really can't see myself kind of spending no money that's so interesting actually, I don't think I've ever seen 
two brides in the same dress. Oh, I have. No. Have you? Yeah. Like, there was a friend I went dress shopping with and a dress that she very nearly went for didn't and then we saw somebody else we know wear it. Def- yeah, you know, I've seen oh, people wow. actually. Yeah. Is that because of Instagram now, maybe, or kind of just a, you're able to see more brands yeah. that kind of style it? I don't know. I think it's really interesting. I think there are more choices than ever before. There are mm. so many amazing brands, but I think a lot of people still go to the kind of the traditional ones, yeah. ones they know they're safe in, they know mm. they're getting mm-hmm. amazing dress from that aren't you know tens of thousands so that's kind of a sweet yeah. spot if you want a special wedding dress from a bridal designer mm. but it's not going to cost you yeah. like you know half your budget so actually maybe that's why I don't yeah. know but yeah it's risky well, I know I know <laughs> and actually Laura went to a wedding last week and saw somebody wearing she guessed the designer of the dress because it was quite similar to mine which really was, yeah so that makes me nervous no, it's fine. as long as no one in the next 10 weeks wears it yeah. <laughs> I think that's all we have time for this week please do email any feedback to podcast at shillax.com we really want to hear from you and also please do rate review subscribe and tell your friends and we'll be back next week hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.